0: Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast 272. Lynn's here with the boys again.
1: Hello. Hey.
0: Tony and Josh, of course, being the boys. I mean, hey. I'm going to do this whole podcast like this. Uh, You sound sound like like Beetlejuice. (laughs) 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 Got to go smoke some more packs of cigarettes, man. So Tony reviewed a couple comic books today, and I did as well, so we actually put the comics back in our comic book podcast this week.
1: Yep, we also remember to do best on tap.
0: Yes, and we.
1: I, when I brought it back up, I said we're gonna forget about it multiple times.
0: Yes. we and we do. Yes, because we forget about everything multiple times.
1: And then we talked about some news. We did.
2: We did. We talked about uh, the new Guillermo del Toro trailer. Yes, that's out.
0: Got some. We discussed the history of zombies and specifically George Romero because of his sad death this week.
1: And who else did we talk about? I don't know. I who? mean, it was who? A, who? <laughs> who? I don't, I don't remember who. It was some sort of doctor.
0: <laughs> 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 well, I guess you'll have to listen to find out. So sit back, grab a drink, and check out Co- Drunk on Comics Podcast 272. Women can't be balloons.
1: Yes, never and always. That's our motto.
2: (laughs) Onward and upward. (laughs) No. never
1: and always. Yes, we're never prepared, always.
0: (laughs) That's true. Are you recording right now because my microphone is not even close to my face? That's probably better.
1: Yes, that's true.
0: (laughs) So used to you testing stuff before we start. You're just kamikaze in this shit today.
1: I'm ready to get in, man. I want to get talking about stuff. I mean, before I even get into book reviews, it's, okay, it, I asked you guys to watch the trailer of The Shape of Water. Yes. Because I wanted to see what you guys thought of it, mainly because I'm excited if it goes one way, but I know 100% it's not, but I kind of wanted, what do you guys think? What What's the movie about?
2: I think it's, uh, the origin story of Abe Sapien. <laughs> <laughs> Did it's, you not put that together yeah, at all? It's not
0: that at all.
2: Well, yeah, but it's Guillermo del no, it, Toro. It, it definitely, it
1: definitely is. It's, Did you not get that?
0: <laughs> it's not that. It's the creature from the Black Lagoon.
1: Why would they? Why would Fox be making Creature of Black Lagoon a Universal Studio monster? Is uh, it really? Do you n- even know that off the top of your head? The Universal Studio monsters. That's what Universal is right now making. The Mummy. Well, They're making a bunch it's of them, not okay. the creature from.
0: The Black Lagoon, specifically. Although the
1: IP can... It's it's one of those open... Like, Dracula is open. Yeah. And, and the... Like, people, because those are why, so old... Why do I
2: ever question his
1: knowledge about this kind He of stuff. is, <laughs> like,
0: an idiot savant. But <laughs> Universal originally
1: created those monsters, and they are making their own universe now. Yes. Uh, with the failed mummy. I don't know how well that's going to go now with the new Tom Cruise shitty action movie. Right. But this is what i initially thought until some key things of likes eggs oh kind of like abe yeah. and likes you know the orchestral music like abe and seems to be kind of telepathic kind of like abe like and also, it looks also he looks like Abe. abe. no he
0: doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah, it He looks
1: does. a little more fit like but he He's looks... the
0: same color. Don't be racist. <laughs> Not all blue fish creatures are the same person.
1: <laughs> like and and well, they probably know each other. <laughs> to be honest, like no word of this movie before. Now, del toro um, uh, del Toro really loves like monster flicks. Yes, and one of his favorite was always Creature of the Black Lagoon. He also really loved uh, Abe Sapien. Yeah. I, it it could really go either way. I almost, though, like, there could be no way that this could be Abe Sapien.
0: Well, no, because they took Guillermo off Hellboy. That's
1: Hellboy, though. If they were doing an origin story and they've had this planned, and he wanted to kind of tell this, like, timely...
0: I think the fan base would be pissed... Why? If he did an Abe Sapien movie and didn't do a Hellboy three movie. I well, It's see. not
1: for lack of it's studio reason right. why that that he couldn't do the Hellboy three. Not for him not trying. Everyone wanted him to. Even the Pope wanted him to. And <laughs> what's the I, name?
2: Of, what's the name of the guy that did Hellboy? Oh the Doug, Jones? Doug or, Jones or oh
1: that no. did Hellboy
0: Mike the, Mignola.
2: Or that was the guy who invented Hellboy. Yeah, Mike, Mike Mignola.
0: Mignola. Mike Mignola. Mike Mignola. So Mike he, Mignola. he doesn't
2: have a any sort of register credit like you would normally have.
1: What if it's all like they're trying to do more twist endings yeah, now? They could be hiding it. I mean, Doug Jones played Ape Sapien. He's playing Ape Sapien in this. Yeah, Doug
0: Jones plays a lot of like creatures. He, yes, he's right up there with uh, Andy Circus.
1: You know, I've met him before, and he's one of the nicest, touchiest people ever. Doug Jones? Yeah, he likes, like, putting his hand on your shoulder. and oh. like, shaking your hand. Really touchy-feely, but amazing person. I and wonder if
0: it's part of, like, that's what makes him such a good actor. Is
1: He gets into, yeah. yeah. I don't know, but I, with all those things, I am secretly hoping just to, at the end, maybe it's not even, like, maybe, because Abe was uh, born, like, I think it's, I can't remember, 1840, like back old, like olden times. So this, the way that it's, uh, this trailer was set up, it didn't seem like it was that in the past. Right. However, you know, maybe he, this is not necessary origin. This is when he felt, I don't know. I there, would guess it was like 1920s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there I, are
0: women working in factories, so I don't even know if it's that. It
2: could be the, during the great war.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> there are men there too, though. That's, that's true. That's, <laughs> that's true.
2: The... One, one. issue I have with this trailer is: so they hire this this um, this mute woman to clean up the
0: spoilers lab for the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I, was they, kidding. I yeah yeah
2: they um they hired this mute woman to clean up the lab uh that's top secret and they tell her ironically, don't tell anybody about what you see here, I think yeah, <laughs> you
1: know oh because she she can't talk. she can't talk.
2: <laughs> it's kind of funny but um they they tell her not to talk about it. Why can't the scientists just clean up after themselves? right? like if it's a secret, What's she really going to do that a few scientists couldn't just right. do if they split well, up? Well, that's the work a lot of movies,
1: up. though. Like, yeah. wear your fucking masks when you go to an alien planet in alien movies. Like, yeah. make sure, like, the first alien was legit. Ripley said fucking quarantine, and everyone else was like, no, we gotta save him. So, like, there was legit at least some real science, like, thought behind. And even some of them, you see it initially, mm-hmm. and then they just go, oh, fuck it. Like yeah. in the, the Nobody com- pays attention to those details. Yeah, I mean, I, I talked about it with with the new covenant. Like, they they said, "Oh, the 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 robot said everything was fine, and we scanned the surface, so it's got to be signed Fuck, there's still bacteria. There's still other things that could fucking kill you on these things. Science is always like the worst thing in movies. So, yeah. cleaning up after scientists, well, that's the worst thing in this movie. Cleaning's
0: a woman's job. <laughs>
1: You said it, not
2: us I was,
0: I was saying, we that's, thought the, it, that's the justification for that happening. Yes. All right, that's so true. It's true.
2: It is it is really hard to clean around your penis.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so
2: going back to, to this. Of that sounds like personal hygiene. It
0: does, yeah.
1: I, I hope, like the rest of the internet base hopes, I don't think it's really going to be. I think... Honestly, I think, though, this is part of a failed script, though, like, that he originally had already brewing, and then Mm. when shit was going down, and... and, Kind of like how
2: Elysium was, like, just totally that dude's version of Halo, doing a Halo movie, because he was supposed to do Halo,
1: so he ended up making
2: Elysium after that fell through, and it's... Totally yeah, well I mean
1: that's it, it, not totally halo. I mean it's I guess got a you could gi- see there's some a giant theme. halo in the sky. Yeah, you can
2: <laughs> see. <laughs> there's people with mech suits fighting. <laughs> Is there much
0: more to the game than that?
2: <laughs> there's aliens, I guess they're weren't see aliens. A warthog yeah. Or aliens. <laughs> so there's a lot true. of
1: difference. But yeah. I mean I I can only imagine like the studio heads like, you know, okay, what 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 do you call this this Creature, what's his name? Ape. I mean, I mean, uh, we're working on a name. Like, Ape. Yeah. Sabian. Ape, Ape. Sabian, Yeah. <laughs> Isn't
0: there a cartoon character named that?
1: Probably. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I'm glad that you got what I was yeah. getting at, Josh. Like I everyone
0: else, understand where you got it from, and of course, I made that connection in my brain. But I know that's not what it is.
1: I think I wouldn't. Be surprised I don't hear anyone deny like. Ever since this this came out the other day, really, though, it's been quiet, which I'm sure there are, like, more people talking about is great for us. Also, I wonder if they didn't, re- I mean, they had to think it, thought of it, but right. if they didn't, now they're like, hey, Mike, you think we, it'd be cool if we just, like, at the end, like, just all of a sudden said, like, surprise? Yeah. <laughs> like, or hell, or you just Hellboy walks by in the end, like, with a cigar, like, Hey, bud, or something like... Or the... the well, well, he wouldn't, because Abe's older than Hellboy, because he was found and in... Yeah. I was going
2: to say, or the doctor, but then yeah.
1: William Hurt died, so
2: he couldn't do it. Well, yeah.
0: and if this... Like, the doctor was pretty young when he found Hellboy.
2: Yeah, that's So,
0: true. this might even be before that.
2: That's probably true. The um, I, I do have to say, though, about the trailer. It's, it's Guillermo del Toro, so I'm going I'm gonna to see, see it, it. <laughs> no matter what. But that trailer kind of sucked. It was. It looks really slow and boring, it, but it, I imagine it's not going to be that way. True,
1: and that's where I almost because I feel like the the fast yeah. paced part of it is going to be the more Hellboy action scenes. Yeah. Like,
0: I mean, you saw Pan's Labyrinth, right? That wasn't yeah. a fast-paced action. No, I'm movie. not. I'm not
1: saying like an action movie. It was
0: very slow that and like trailer, deliberate.
2: That trailer makes it look boring.
0: I didn't think that at all. I thought so. We're talking about this for way longer than we need to, but I didn't think that at all.
2: One last thought <laughs> I had about this. <laughs> One last thought I had about this is about. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe some more information pops up from San Diego Comic Con. Around this, yeah. If if we're right about the well, even if AFC we're not, unit. it's
0: still it's San Diego Comic Con. The comic is implied, but it's really an entertainment expo.
1: That's true. So, well, yeah. well I guess we should say when when this podcast is released, the con has already going to have happened, and we have right now when we're recording, we have some info of shit that's going down at the con, but there's still the whole weekend of of tidbits that we're going right. to not initially have. So those nerdy nuggets are going to have to come out next week nuggets when we record. A nerd. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, off the shelf. Yes. I will start since I have two books Woo. that I want to talk about. Oh. <laughs> only really... One of
0: them he had, only one of them he had to actually read. <laughs>
1: yeah. Because <laughs> we'll go to the first quick review which is uh, Grim Fairy Tales 2017 Swimsuit Special.
0: You always read these. <laughs> yeah, I read them up and down. Oh, gross. It's
2: the only issue he gets every year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I actually was surprised. There was a brief story within the first five, six pages about going to the beach. And really, because I haven't been following all of you know the Grim Fairy Tale books, like I'll get when there's a small series and be like, oh, yeah, it's hot, you know, Robin Hood or hot, you know, so-and-so or because they're all hot.
0: The art in these books is always salacious, but the writing is very good.
1: Yeah, and and so, (laughs) honestly, the writing of The the Beach Day was kind of interesting. I wasn't expecting there to be kind of more to (laughs) this than just scantily clad pinups of girls, which... Get
0: your boners ready, boys. (laughs) That's what it should have started with.
1: (laughs) However, I mean, the... Looking at them, they... they, But they were all... I mean, the covers are kind of like... They could have just said, Oh, we're doing a cover issue and... Right. That's what we're doing set on the beach because that's how, you know, they... Right. I mean, it's not how they sell their books, but I mean...
0: It is how they sell their books. Okay. It's how they sell art at cons, that's for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, so a little men. TNA within
1: mm. in the book, and it was good. I mean, there's some great art in here. Um, if you, now I want to see it. Uh, well, you have it there. I will and,
0: share it with you. Yeah. Oh.
1: Okay. uh saw some pictures, yes. and you brought up a fascinating. Thought. So, uh,
0: so Tony showed me a picture of a mermaid, and the mermaid has an ass. Ah. But it's an, it's a scaly ass, so it's like under her mermaid tail, but it's very much like ass-shaped. And mermaids don't have asses. Like, why would a mermaid have butt cheeks? I don't they're know. They're half fish. Yeah. And Tony, so Tony argued with me it's because they're mermaids and they are they need butts to sit on rocks or something. Yeah, and little, sing.
1: The little mermaid, <laughs> yeah, like, sat on things.
0: But why would she need ass cheeks, like, in that very specific location? Right.
1: Because when you then turn into a human, where would your ass be? I think, when you
2: turn into a human, like, they,
1: like, as yeah, mermaids. Let's, let's typically...
0: talk about this whole thing, how there's only one bone going through there. So where do the bones for two no, legs come
1: there's, from? there's, there's. Under in there, you're an idiot.
0: <laughs> you're an idiot. You don't <laughs> understand <laughs> mermaids.
1: I <laughs> understand
0: <laughs> fish, and they're half fish.
1: I know they were, <laughs> they are half mermaids <laughs> or full mermaid. That's what a mermaid is. And a mermaid has a butt.
0: I don't think that they do.
2: I think, evolutionarily speaking, it would be better f- considering the motion of the tail and everything for the butt cheeks to, have to be one on top of the other
0: so right. you would have
2: a sideways or just have one
0: very strong core muscle like almost more like a, abs than,
1: a butt cheek
0: like more like abs than anything <laughs> but
1: abs it from wouldn't the be days, it wouldn't be a butt from the days of odysseus they have had butts
0: we have ass cheeks because we have to sit down to poop Mermaids can just poop wherever they want as they're swimming through the ocean. How do you think
1: (laughs) mermaids reproduce?
0: Well, if you watch the video... (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying that I have some anatomically (laughs) correct type
1: of... Well, the, okay, the mermaid. The mermaid. Off.
2: The mermaid dro-
0: has legs.
2: The mermaid drops her eggs, and then the merman that fertilizes is, them.
0: Yeah,
1: but that is
2: not how. Look at it, that. It, yeah. Like,
0: why would you need ass cheeks? I guess is my point. Yeah. Like, if you were gonna have an ass muscle, it would probably be like one muscle. Yeah. It wouldn't be split down the middle. But
1: again, though, you don't understand. Mermaids transforming into humans all the fucking time <laughs> in all the stories. <laughs> So it'd be kind of weird to not have an ass as the mermaid. <laughs> These are the questions that this this book brings up. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even want to show you some of the other pictures where you're like, where does that, where do
0: they hold that normally? Like, Why are her boobs right under her neck? <laughs> <laughs>
2: like they're growing out of her neck.
0: No, they're actually usually pretty on point about where the boobs are located on the body. Yeah,
1: they're pretty on point. Ah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, So, second uh, book, Doctor Strange, number 23, tie-in to Secret Empire. Now, Secret Empire, I have talked about it, and I do feel that it is a good story. And some of the others uh, that I haven't talked about, there is... I mean, it is good writing when you actually separate some of the heroes and you physically say, this is why they're not interacting now. Like, some of the other events, you're kind of like, why didn't that person just come in to save the day? And you have, like, Captain Marvel and, um, fuck, who are some of the other people that are out in the... Well, there's other people that are out outside of the Earth. In
0: space! Yeah,
1: Spectrum and... Fuck, Blue Marvel, I think's his name. I can't remember some of those people. Uh, Then you have Doctor Strange with a whole bunch of the other uh, uh, heroes stuck in the Dark uh, Universe in New York. And it's just, you know, kind of fallen over New York. So they are kind of stuck there in this alternate dimension of New York. And with that, I've been kind of curious what's been going on there because they kind of will hint at it in the main story. We don't get a whole glimpse, and Doctor Strange has been having some weird bedfellows because you have Wilson Fisk helping out, and he's been helping he's out.
0: He's in bed with Fisk. Yeah, that's Sounds sexy.
1: You fucking know what bedfellows means. <laughs> so, with within it, Wilson, uh, Fisk has been trying to turn over a new leaf slash. He's kind of stuck here. He needs help, but he also has been helping out people, telling them, remember, I'm the one that helped out, because in this whole landscape, resources, they're cut off from the, the world, so resources are, you know, you know, kind of scarce to come by, and he's kind of like making sure some of the thugs that have been, you know, pushing, you know, well, we have the insulin for you, diabetics, and you got to pay this much, or so-and-so, and he's coming in saying fuck you just remember, you know, beating up the gangs. Here you go, just remember that I was the person. So, he's stocking up favors. Yes. So, after this, I'm very curious where he's going uh in the Marvel universe. Probably another, you know, run for mayor or something, but going back to to this story in particular, he's with Doctor Strange and he has Doctor Strange has some, you know, Magical artifacts, which I always love within comic book series, when they just go on a whole page tangent of, we could use this, we could use that. Oh, because Baron uh, Mordo is pretty much kind of the bad guy within this series right now. He's kind of taking over uh, this this dark universe, and he's kind of capturing some of the other Avengers, some of the other defenders what have you, within the dark nexus of New York. So having uh, Doctor Strange kind of have these weapons, have him teaming up with Wilson Fisk, who has a demon monster in him, is pretty sweet. Now, there is so much that was within this book that having not read the previous book, I didn't need to. This is a perfect tie-in that is just showing what is going on within this world. I could go on and on of some of the craziness, but what I have to say, one of my favorite favorite parts was when... Daredevil's already been captured. You have Iron Ironfish, you have Luke Cage, you have uh, Cloak uh, coming up against him. <laughs> and when Mar- Mordo goes, hey, Raincoat, and like starts making fun of him, and I'm like, I kind of like that, that <laughs> dissing... Uh, yeah, I, with everything of Ben, Ben Ulrich being like the, in the world, having the most saintly soul. So he has kind of some powers that he's manifesting from his days of reading D&D. It's those sort of things that I really loved about this. And I could go more specifics, but I don't really want to give it away because it needs to be read. So Pick up Doctor Strange, number 23, and then start reading Doctor Strange like I'm going to be, mainly because I like where this whole story is going, and then wherever Kingpin ends up, I'm going to be following that, too.
0: Does this book still have the really stylized art that Doctor Strange started with when it first came back? Cause...
1: Oh, no. It doesn't have that okay. art.
0: A really bummer. That was some pretty awesome art. They switched from house art to really funky like I can't even describe it but it was a really interesting aesthetic
1: yeah but I love this art though still pretty fucking amazing
0: yeah it doesn't look like Marvel House which is nice
1: I mean and this this, like I said showing you the art without telling what happens yeah. with Ben and, King, and Kingpin it was a really cool battle okay so I said
0: it They, <laughs> they battled.
1: but how Spoilers. the reasons why and everything really good so... Yeah.
0: Awesome.
1: What you got, Linz? Well,
0: I picked up Descender number 22 this week, which is actually the beginning of an arc called Rise of the Robot. So it's a good arc. Beginning of arcs are always good jumping on points. This book is a little, probably a little more confusing than like a superhero book. So I don't wouldn't suggest that, actually. <laughs> Jumping Still in Still start
2: it. at the beginning. I would,
0: yes, because there's so much going on in this series. So, just to give a little bit of a throwback, there was an attack on the planets from these giant robots called Harvesters. And it all leads back to this Tim series robot. Like, Tim 21 is his DNA, air quotes, is the... Is this- I love how you say air quotes. <laughs> well, I do it all the time, but... You,
1: <laughs> so people should just know you are doing air quotes whenever you yeah. say things that sound air quote worthy.
0: His his robot makeup is the same that the Harvesters, they figured out, was made out of. So somewhere along the way, he his series of robots evolved into these giant Harvesters that kill everybody. And so you, he's on the run because... People want to take him out, and then you meet Andy, who was the kid that he grew up with, and you find out he's now a a scavenger, and he hunts robots for a living, and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so...
1: Would you say with this book, because there is a lot within the series, do you feel someone could kind of jump in with this issue?
0: No. (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) No. No. Probably not, because this is, this literally starts with, it gives you a little rundown at the beginning, you know, like all comic books do. This is what happened previously. It's not, like, all-encompassing. It kind of gives you enough where maybe you could figure out what was going on in the book prior, but to really enjoy the story, you gotta read it from the beginning. And in this, the beginning of this arc is they've... Discovered that the robots have become like their own faction, and they started this underground movement called Hardwire because the humans are trying to get rid of the robots because they're scared of them now. So they go after them, they scrap them, they use them for parts, stuff like that. So now there's this whole robot underground that they're going after the humans. So it's human versus robots, which is pretty awesome. But Terminator, (laughs) kind of. It's very actually, yes, it's very Terminator because the people who the Head robot of the hardwire is totally, like, he's ruthless. He's a ruthless robot. But you're... So it's... The beginning of this is the rise of the robots. It's the robots unleashing their attack on the humans. And you have Andy coming to... He finds out that Tim is with these robots. He's going to save them. Because they're brothers. They grew up together. And the robots unleash their army at that point. But you also have Quan, who is the guy who created the robots... Um, he's been captured by Tim Twenty Two, who's the next model of Tim, Ooh. and Tulsa, who is the like a military from the military. He they've been captured by Tim Twenty Two, and there's a bunch going on with that. And Quan's arm has been replaced with a robot arm, and it, he totally fucks Tim Twenty Two up. And it's actually a pretty awesome graphic. And there's him ripping the head off of a little boy robot. That's pretty. Dark. <laughs> it's awesome. This and ki- it's all in watercolor,
2: right? Yes.
0: <laughs> this kid is tear. This kid. He's not a kid. He's a tiny little robot. But he's terrible. He deserved to get his head ripped off. But so I mean, you know, the the art in this is amazing because you have these giant page splash pages of a battle that's happening in space where the robots are unleashing their giant army and in space and it's detailed but not detailed enough or not detailed too much because it is watercolors and it makes it look beautiful Mm -hmm. um but it's you know there's a battle going on it's violent people are dying and it kind of the one of the things i liked about this is when the robots decide they're going to launch their attack on that panel there's a countdown timer that starts and what's nice about the countdown timer is it doesn't go through every panel it only hits in the panel where this robot who started this battle exists so in the other corresponding storyline there's no countdown timer so you see it at five and then you see it again at like two minutes and 18 seconds and then you see it again at like one minute and then when you see it again it's like five seconds and then three seconds so it's counting down but you're losing these chunks of time which makes it more intense because you don't know what's gonna happen the battles already started why is there a countdown timer going on? You find out at the end why there's a countdown. It's actually very sad because if what hap what I think happened, you lose one of your favorite little side characters in this book, possibly other people too, but who cares about that? (laughs) (laughs) It was, it it definitely added to the intensity of the book. So I mean, it, 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 everyone should pick up the series. It's, On It probably has at least three trades out by now. Mm -hmm. So catch up, read this, appreciate the art, because it is beautiful. And it's been the exact same art since the very beginning. It's been Jeff Lemire and Dustin Wynn on this the whole time. So if you love Jeff Lemire and you love watercolors and robots versus humans, then, yeah, go for it.
1: All right. Well... Best on Tap had some heavy contenders, and I'm going to say with one of the first contenders, which kind of last minute now kind of saying won't win, (laughs) but it was the sender uh, because when I saw it, I was like, shit, I haven't read this in a while. I need to catch up. Mm, mm -hmm. And then I'm like, damn, there's a lot of this that I can't just jump back in. Right. I'm going to need to go pick up a couple trades because I kind of... With it, I was like, man, I can't keep buying this. If I'm not going to read it. But then I'm like, I'm really interested in it because it was really well, good when it started. You had
0: a friend who bought every single issue and you could say, hey, friend, can I borrow your comic books?
1: If only. <laughs> because we're not friends here. <laughs> we're just co-workers.
0: Oh, well, fine then.
1: <laughs> but anyways, no, the Descender, uh, spe- specifically the Images of Tomorrow variant, now... I almost I looked at every single image of tomorrow variant that Image is doing, which each one of them, because of their whole twenty fifth anniversary year and every month they need to have different variants. I really like this concept of it because it's what could happen in the future of this like story, you know, if it panned out some certain way. So all the variants this month have been that, where I'm really interested in what the Spawn one will be next week uh, when that one comes out because, you know, just seeing it. The so this was one of them. The I hate Fairyland, which that one had a,
0: made me giggle
1: because it had like a Scotty Young just chilling there, being like, "We'll draw baby covers for new story ideas," like, <laughs> so something that he could be doing later on, which,
0: which tells me that he doesn't know where this where that. I hate fairyland stories going. (laughs) Yeah. Or
1: he just could go for so long and then he ran out of his ideas. Who knows? Uh, Cursed words. Also, I still am getting that, but I haven't caught up with it. Good book. I mean, from the first two issues that I've read. So therefore telling you that I'm kind of four months behind on it.
0: P.S. People in Grand Rapids, Ryan Brown and, uh, uh, Charles soul are going to be in town. With that book. So, yeah, I have to check I'm that out. I'm
1: glad that I have it. I'm glad the I'll knife. be getting it signed now <laughs> that I know of that. That is good to know. So, I thought that one was good. Um, then there were some other variants from uh, from Marvel with a bunch of X Men card variants, like old school trading card posing type things for all their books, which were cool to look at, but they I didn't really feel they fit. The stories. Doctor Strange number 23 was amazing just because you have Doctor Strange with a gun and then you have Wilson Fisk with a small little wand because that's kind of what's Doctor going Strange on. Doctor Strange
0: with a giant gun. Yeah. So the size is discrepancies Over. are there.
1: <laughs> but in the, the end, me and Lynn's kind of agreed. Astonishing X-Men number one is just badass. It I is. Mean, It is... a
0: very classic X-Men group cover, which I love, a good group cover. Mm -hmm. They can be done poorly.
1: Oh, very much so. Yeah. And even though this image has kind of been looked at for, you know, when they're kind of, like, behind the scenes, you kind of knew this one was going to be, like, one of their covers for number one, but this Jim Chung cover, it's... it just says what the team is, and this looks like one of the better teams that they have coming out right now. So that is our pick for best Woo. on tap.
0: I'm pro anything X-Men. That's, As always. Yes.
1: So let's get to some news and notes.
0: <laughs> As you start giggling, like nothing, nothing happened, everything's fine, there's nothing to see here. <laughs> We're all good, Tony's sugared up. Extra sugared up. Yes. Sugar he, babied up. He's sugar babied up. I'm the sugar daddied up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into some some news. Tony's the bearer of the news this week. So if bad news, that is. Say if it's bad so, news, yeah.
1: Do you guys know what the longest running monthly American comic book is? Just take a guess.
0: The longest running monthly American comic,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Seinfeld, the comic.
0: <laughs> what?
2: His longest running sitcom. Oh, that's why. No, no, that's it
0: not it at all.
1: Comic. Seriously, though, what would it guess be? I, uh, Superman. Okay.
0: Isn't it like Powers or something like or that? Batman.
1: Nope, it is Sonic the Hedgehog. Ah. What? It is the 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 longest running non like rebooted. Um, comic book series. Oh, like it so, never got renumbered. Renumbered, re like it's it has continued come out from
0: every month story. Since yeah, it and each
1: storyline like it just continuously has has changed and evolved. Mm. Um, Sega of America announced that they are ending their like comic book ties with with Archie Comics, and it's been 24, 24 years that they have been tied with them. What is the saddest part of this all is that they're going to end on issue, I believe, two ninety. Dumb. Like, just go ten more. Yeah, just fucking 20. go ten more. And then make it twenty five years too. Like, yeah. Now, Rame. i've I've read some Sonic comics, and there are other spinoff, you know, Sonic Adventures and that. But it it's kind of sad that that's kind of makes me wish that I was one of those longtime readers to see something wrote a fruition this you long. Should,
2: you should start at the beginning
1: now. I don't have fucking time, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't even keep up with the comic books I get now.
0: That is true. Yeah. That is true.
2: I oh. didn't even... I honestly did not even know that Sonic the Hedgehog had a comic book series. You like, just that was ongoing. You know? So,
0: you know, if you think about the rule of the internet is that what is it, rule 67 or something like that everything on the internet is porn there's or there's a, a porn version of everything uh, on yeah. the internet. Well, just apply that to comic books. There's a comic book version of everything. Right. Really. Except Seinfeld. There is. Anthony Bourdain <laughs> has a new comic book coming out. There's just all kinds of crazy shit that is kind of comic book form now. So,
1: other bearing of bad news, George Romero yes. mm-hmm.
0: passed away this I last didn't want to break. say it, but he is now. <laughs> I was like, becoming... is that just, just George Romero's makes becoming, me sad. Well,
1: I was going to say is becoming a zombie.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aww. No, he hasn't been brought back to life yet. Not yet. yet.
1: I, I think if anyone was going to, though, I yeah. think it he's should be the George one... Romero. Yes. I mean, if, yeah, the world went to a zombie apocalypse, I mean, it'd it kind of be, like, kind of on the 49% okay with it if it was <laughs> him that started it. I wonder if he
2: left any inter- interesting um, instructions for his funeral.
0: Like, please remove my head from my body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or something like that.
2: And it has to be done in front of everybody.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That sounds morbid. It does.
2: It does. No,
1: but... Uh, Really, though, I I remember watching uh, Dawn of the Dead and thinking, wow. And I saw the, the new uh, remade one as one of my first zombie movies. And the new
0: remade Dawn of the Dead? Yeah. From the early 2000s?
1: Yeah. Well, no, yeah. there was like one even earlier than that, wasn't it? There was the... Or the, the one da- with Ving Rhames. No, That's- which one was the one Ving in Rames. the the mall?
0: That was Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There was the original one, and then right. there was one in, like, two thousand. Yeah, in 2000s. Early 2000s? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like it said. you said the remake, or... so
0: I assumed you were talking about the early 2000s. Yes. Yeah. That was... was your first zombie movie?
1: No, that was the first one I really watched. Oh. Well, oh. That wasn't even in uh, 2000, was it? It was it. A... That was
2: 2003 or four because I was working at Hollywood Video at the time when it came out.
0: There you go. Well, Land of the
1: Dead came out around then. Land of
0: the Dead came out a few years after that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. And it was far. not good.
1: Okay, well, it was the first... Okay, it wasn't <laughs> I the know first. it wasn't
2: good because Hollywood
1: Video didn't carry it. Oh. I've seen zombie movies. Story. I would say that's the first one that I enjoyed. Ah, I was I always the big Aliens and Terminator type shit that right. zombie movies were kind of like, eh. But the things that he did to this genre, <laughs> it, there's no one that has... Created so much for, I don't want to say a niche audience, but like for what it is, right? Like it is a complete he's world the, of its own.
0: He's the father of the modern incarnation of the zombie, because zombies are not like he didn't create zombies. No,
1: but before they were all pretty much uh, Haitian voodoo.
0: <laughs> he didn't create of... the idea of zombie, right? Right. Is that matter. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but zombie <laughs> movies
1: pretty much were having like a. A priest or priestess that had the soul, and it was yep. an animated like body going around. He's the one that made them love brains, made them have the infection, make he them be created the lore. Well, really. the modern so, zombies. So
0: yeah. the origin of zombies was that it was it's like voodoo. Yeah. So a voodoo priestess is big in Haiti.
1: Yeah, kind of what I just said. Yeah. Right?
0: So a voodoo priestess would, but the, so he didn't create the lore. He created the modern lore. Right. Cause there's, yeah. there's the diverging. And actually he said that he got the idea for them to eat flesh from the, the guy, the book that was, I am legend was based off of. Oh
1: really? Yeah. And yeah.
0: the Omega man before that. So, yeah, which are which are yeah, which are vamp they're they're vampire movies, but yeah, the zo- the vampires in those aren't like traditional. There's,
2: they they are close to
0: zombies. Yeah, too, so he actually it got a lot of his influence for his zombies from that because hmm. they were more c- carnivorous. Yeah, but can
1: you imagine though, like a world with like okay, twenty eight days later, um, not having that uh, World War Z. Or, well, Walking Dead. Not even the dead. movie, but like, well, the biggest one, yeah, The Walking Dead. Like, yeah. that's a phenomenon on you its know own. know what,
0: what my favorite zombie movie is. Can you guess?
1: Shaun of the Dead.
0: No, it's Fido. Oh,
1: Zombie that Beavers? Was, that was a good F- one. Zombie Beavers? Zombie ver-
0: Beavers. <laughs> Fido is a great movie. That is
1: a good one. Fival?
0: F- Fido. <laughs> Fival 3. Where Fido takes. Fibles back. It uh, stars Billy Connolly. Yeah. And. That's right.
2: That was Billy Connolly. It takes wasn't place
0: there? in the 50s, where yeah. they figured out so very post Night of the Living Dead, like in that yeah. world where it, it's almost like Night of the Living Dead happened, and then the world figured out how to control zombies.
2: Like, like if you remember at the end of Shaun of the Dead, how they kind of dealt with the zombies, like they had all those scenes from TV, like, oh. like they had game shows with the zombies yeah. oh, and stuff yeah. like that. You know, Fido like, was like
0: that. Fido yeah. was
2: like that, but set in the 1950s, yeah. where that's the thing It's mm-hmm everybody just has zombies right house zombies zombies, yeah yeah
0: but what a what an influence on the the culture that george romero had because i i was reading somewhere that like in 2016 like 47 zombie movies came out or something like that
2: really Yeah, yeah it's such
0: a huge genre now
2: i bet they were all great
0: yeah oh yeah I'm sure they yeah. were all just fabulous yeah. pieces of film. Right. <laughs> well, there are so many terrible <laughs> not, ones. I know.
2: <laughs> but you you even think about like without him you don't you
1: don't have Resident Evil probably, you know? Right. That's very zombie ish. Well like anything infection ish. Yeah. It almost feels like he created the infection mhm. And in how that ends up I don't know, permeating through the monster verse.
0: Right. It's true. What an influence. He will be missed, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I don't know too many more people who have had such a huge influence on the way pulp culture is now. Didn't well, he
2: do Mad Max also? No, that's George not? Martin. That's
1: George Martin. Yes. Yeah. And then George R.R. R. Martin
2: is yes. still waiting on his shit to get together. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, speaking of people who have had a huge influence... Stanley was honored with a Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, he got to put his uh, imprints in the cement in front of the Chinese Theater, which is actually called something else entirely different now. But
1: it's always going to be known as the Chinese yes. Theater. Yes.
0: So, and it's impressive to me because last week or the week before, he was also inducted. At, or he Disney made him a legend. So, which is a very... I don't think they really need to make them legendary. legend. Well, no, anyways. but, I mean, Carrie Fisher and... What, she um, was there? Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. I'm just freezing right over that. And uh, Stan Lee were all made Disney legends, which apparently is a very exclusive club to be in.
2: I mean, Harrison Ford isn't even in it. No.
0: <laughs> dare you um so he did that and then this just this last week he did the hollywood you know walk of fame the big event that went along with it his wife just died yeah his best friend for almost his entire life just died and he's still out there doing what he loves so he's an amazing man and he deserves the the star and that's the
1: biggest thing that i'm surprised of is how much he is and maybe part of it is trying to you know distract from reality but
0: yeah so good for stan Mm -hmm. i know there was a huge push to there's a was a big whole event that went along with it put on by uh legion m so. It's
2: better to have these honors bestowed upon the person while they're still yes, around. so they can enjoy
0: it and sign their somebody name. Somebody. Because if you don't live yeah. alive when you get your star, you don't get to sign your name to mm-hmm. it. Or put your hands in the cement and all that <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a star. Who that's wants that?
2: It's one of those, <laughs> those awesome things, too, for kids to be able to go and see Stan Lee's right. you know, handprints and
0: footprints. Put your hands in them. Mm-hmm. Look, my hands are the same size as Stan Lee's. Is that what they do? <laughs> yeah.
2: Does he have tiny hands?
0: <laughs> I wasn't... That wasn't my voice, obviously. Uh, yeah. Somebody with hands the same size as Stan Lee. Okay. <laughs> I do
1: now realize when I was at Disney World Hollywood, Hollywood Studios, I did put my hands in someone's print. I don't know whose hands they were. Maybe they're... Yeah, you should have thought so about guess, how many adults. other
0: people put their hands in there before you. And then I was... Num, yeah. num, and num, num, then I was num, eating num, a donut and licking my fingers. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, did you guys ever watch Big Hero 6? Yes, of course. And, you know, it was based off a comic. Obviously, you guys would know because you're on this podcast and you know all things comics. All things.
0: All things. Did you
1: know that the movie that was based off a comic, they're now making a TV show based off the movie that was based off a comic? I think
0: that was the long-term plan.
1: Yes, and (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. They just debuted at D23 last week, the, the trailer of it, and that because it's not the CG, right? Like, it's, it's, it's two. D. It's it's animated. Yeah, it's two D animation. And it's I don't know if I could say it's Disney style, but it's kind of Disney stylish. Disney
0: cartoons don't really have a style. Well, anymore. not in their
1: their production. I don't. Yeah. Oh, I feel like uh, that comes on the Disney Channel. I feel like they kind of do ish.
0: Mm, some of them are, I think, actually done by the same person, and maybe that's why they look similar to each other. But like designed
2: by the same. Yeah, person. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This one this one is definitely I would say I don't I I can't even liken it to a style. It's not one I've seen frequently.
1: So I'm very interested in that because it's more nerdiness and I hope it'll be good. Oh, I, I can watch it with my nephew because he Aww. loves to do the 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 fist bump. Yes. Except for
0: la, 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 la.
1: Yeah. that one. Except for I didn't know I kept I was like Blah, 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 or no, I think it is yeah. with an F. Yeah. I kept going blah, blah 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 blah, and he would get mad at me, and I and I was like I didn't know why he was getting mad at me, and I, he goes that's
0: not it, Uncle Tony. And it, yeah, and
1: he was, like, <laughs> and so I go blah blah blah, blah no, and like. I, I kept thinking it was blah, and when I watched the movie again, specifically, I didn't realize it was with an but, F. But
2: he wasn't, like, correcting you? Well, he, he was would
1: just... say it, but it, I couldn't understand his oh, little child say, voice. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I kept thinking he was saying that, and then he'd get mad. It wasn't until, honestly, two weeks ago, when he got mad at me again, and then his mom corrected me and uh... said with an F, and I go... Holy shit, that's what it was? <laughs> he just said I that right know. in front of the little kid. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit.
0: Well yes. Probably. I didn't know what I was doing wrong.
1: <laughs>
2: and... Why didn't you just say that?
0: <laughs> um, I want to talk about something that we discussed off the podcast last week. Yes. Last week when we recorded, we had a brief discussion about
1: the runaways coming to Hulu november twenty first. I can't wait. <laughs> Have you guys ever read The Runaways? No. It's about the teenagers uh, in Marvel who... I hate him
0: so much right now. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I know. It's created by uh, Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, It's about the six teenagers whose parents were kind of criminals... And they all kind of had powers and of themselves. They
0: decided to be good, and they
1: decided the... to run away from home. And
0: we discussed it briefly on a previous this, podcast. Yeah, is
2: this the one that's supposed to be on like the ABC Family? No, you're thinking
0: of, of Cloak and Dagger. Oh, yes.
1: this is going to be on Hulu. Hulu.
0: I'm excited this about is a, it. This is
1: going to be a good one. This is because it's Hulu. It's going to be l- like a little more chat kitty from like what I would I I, I don't know. Have I, you
0: watched Hulu shows? Yeah,
1: they're not. Because they, they be uncensored. Handmaid's Tale. I was going to say compared to <laughs> Netflix. I don't know. I was going to say because Netflix is where I feel like I want most of these shows to be kind of there were, in the nitty gritty. There's yeah. some
0: nitty gritty. No, okay, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm not going to lie. The Handmaid's Tale and right. all those other ones you are don't think gritty. they're going to go Harlots. that way. Dri-
0: I feel that Oh, this, yeah. i <laughs> <laughs> Harlots is full of boobs. Yeah, <laughs> but um,
1: it also is Marvel property. Well, I mean, I guess the Daredevil, and all yes. that is too. Yeah. I don't know. It's not going to be as dark. I feel like they're going to maybe kit it down a bit. But okay. I thought that it was a really good book. That it, it more, it should be more adultish.
0: I agree. You
2: know, it also was going to be on Hulu. What a female Doctor Who. <laughs> Who.
0: <laughs> So as I was so what else saying, so have to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> last week you are supposed to go right into it. Last week,
1: off, last week um, off what podcast was we discussed Spider-Man's in <laughs> a new suit in the Avengers Infinity War. Did we you guys
0: discussed hear that? Uh, the impending Plastic Man coming back to <laughs> he's to in DC. An, he's in an egg. <laughs> he
1: is the egg. Yeah, um, and I just learned there's something inside the egg of the egg of him. Yes. Scott but, Scott Snyder was talking about that with the whole yes. metal and and I'm the whole too busy Dark the Universe, universe. Yeah, Doctor Who. Oh.
0: <laughs> um So who? <laughs> they were we knew that they were announcing who the next doctor would be. Yeah. Uh, when we recorded last week. They had not announced it yet. So we had a little pow wow talking about what we thought was going to happen and josh and i said it's gonna be a lady doctor yeah for sure based on the last not just based on the last season alone the and, way they set it up
2: and tony being the uh nuvian that i he just is. got to
1: uh was it cabaldi, is <laughs> cabaldi that his name? you just got to cabaldi J- yep i just nice. watched the first episode okay. I'm, I'm pausing here i so, know it probably so you watched, will be good you
2: watched the the Big finale, the twelves.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
2: cool. Striking twelves. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I, oh, I, I grew to enjoy Matt Smith. I know Tenant's still the best. Mm. Um, I
0: think Josh said the exact same thing the other night. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I. And he does not. He did not like Peter Capaldi as much. No, and in
1: yeah. already the first issue, issue episode. Yeah, it's kind of like eh. Bob's so, pretty awesome. Partly pausing, mainly because I'm like. I feel like I need a breather. This whole last month, Mm. I've devoured eight seasons. You might as
2: well. It's going to be a while before the new stuff comes
1: out. True, yeah. And so, because it's going to be a while, we could go on to other things. No,
2: no, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. (laughs) Uh, So, so what I want to say about that is, Capaldi, he doesn't really grow on you ever, but he does have his moments, and so it's definitely worth watching. I am really looking forward to this next Doctor, who is
0: a lady, who is because a lady. we were right and Tony was wrong. Yeah, who? <laughs> her name the, is Jodie Whittaker.
2: Yes, the actress. Yep,
0: she was on uh, Broadchurch. Yes, is that which, the name, of, which, which was, was with uh, David Tennant. Yeah. Um, she was also on a really the really awesome episode of Black Mirror where they had the implants that let them record their lives and rewind and rewatch it. She was the wife in that.
1: Yeah, that one was the coolest Black Mirror at first. Like, I want one of those. Right. Yeah. To where I don't ever I want don't one, ever one of those. Want yes. one of those. <laughs> it's like every episode of those is. So
0: I'm really excited that it's gonna be a female. Here, I wanna tell you this.
1: I never was doubting because I'm just going to say that now officially. <laughs> you make up everything you said that we talked off the air. But I, from what everyone has, and other people said, too, is you You were talking about that the last season they've kind of hinted at that. Yeah. So with me not seeing that, right? I couldn't see. For me, it goes down to uh, one very important thing. Is there, a is there a reason? I'm not saying there isn't a reason to make it, uh, the Doctor female. Yeah. But... Is or are they just forcing it if they're just making the doctor to appease a certain fan base? I feel that to be crappy.
2: No, why though? Like, really, because why? the, the why? doctor
1: is a genderless, so therefore, it's okay to, that if it was if he or she was that the doctor was a female or, or male, but when it comes to the time travel paradox of how it's been male all the time, it's a character and a character doesn't need to always make it so that either way I'm going to sound like a dick but yes. to empower <laughs> empower women or whatever.
2: I, uh, well, he's not doing it to empower women,
0: you know. Like I so the, no, I get what Tony's saying because there are a lot of times a lot of people felt this with Ghostbusters where they made go the female version of Ghostbusters and everybody was like kind of like why. Yeah. You know, just because being a doing a female version of things is kind of like the hot thing to do right now. Yeah. So people are doing it just because it's the hot thing to do. You're empowering women. Like the biggest swapping. thing with
1: that one too, is there's a lot of criticism of that because, or they started saying, well, everyone hates it just because they're misogynistic and it's because they're swimming. No, you had a shitty script. If they, which right. I have, I believe in the writers, um, and the showrunners for Dr. Who, that they're going to have compelling right. scripts, but if they don't, it's going to be blamed like on being a female, not that well, there are shitty scripts.
2: Yeah, I mean, and they it, have they have yet to disappoint, really. Like since since they started, they right. like why would her being a woman suddenly make their scripts bad? You know, like
1: well, there's certain situations where male or female comes up history, like male dominated. Yeah. Yes. Do you ever truly believe that you would see a black doctor? I truly don't feel that they would ever go I that route. I absolutely think they would go that route. I I wish they would go that route. Wish, but why? Just to be inclusive? Do not, we need to well, do it just to be inclusive? I don't Could think... a character not just be the character? I, Wolverine no, 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 no. is the character. No, 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 no.
2: Why not be inclusive though? Really? Like what's the difference between seeing a black doctor or a white oh, doctor? Oh, I don't think
1: I don't think that you know there's I mean? a a like, true reason yeah. for or against, but there better be within the scope of the the doctor is a function, not a person. The doctor is the doctor. Yeah. So it can kind of come down to it doesn't matter who plays the doctor. Exactly. So then <laughs> if you're forcing it to be equal in this way, then you're doing something to change the doctor. Can you to a can you force yeah, but it? That doesn't or, change it. Can
0: you force it in Doctor Who though? Like you can force it in a lot of other situations, but since the doctor is change, and mm. is timeless, changing it to anything, changing it to the doctor to a dog, yeah, that would not be forcing it. Changing it to Kermit the Frog would Not be forcing it because mm. the doctor can literally be anything, so yeah,
2: yeah he can. That's that's the, the great thing the about problem the doctor, is... Is it's not like he never could have been a woman, he always could have been a woman, just like the master, which you have yet to see. And I'm totally going to spoil this unless you did see the first episode, Missy. Missy, yeah, he he went from a man to a woman, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, that's. You know, any they talked about it even before then about time lords switching from one generation. So you're to telling another. me that
1: we're gonna have an American doctor at some point because they all seem pretty fucking from well, they, the UK. There, the
2: reason why they won't do that is because oh oh the Mr. Reason, Inclusive for everything. No, 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 the reason why they won't do that is because why would they want? Why would the BBC <laughs> want don't. to do that?
0: Also, we don't have police call boxes in the United States That's, of America. Yeah.
1: I'm just saying an American actor. Um, it doesn't matter. He
0: could. You could. At some they, point. They could. Yeah. They won't. They And,
2: yeah. you know, we have our own stuff. They right. Don't, we we don't. rip stuff off from them all the time. Yeah, this we'll is just the one make thing our we haven't own, done yet. We'll just make our own version of Doctor Who like we did with <laughs> The Office and then run it for 13 years, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, anyway, that was a fun little... So uh, I just
2: want to run this one last line. I saw it on Twitter recently, and I really think it's applicable to this. What's next? Women are going to be balloons. Oh. Women can't be balloons. <laughs> what? It's the exact same thing. Blo- women can't be balloons. Because it's not, it's not like a real thing. You know? Fictional characters are not real things. So it's ridiculous to say... This fictional character can't be woman. Who gives a shit? Right.
0: It's a fictional that character. Sense. Fictional character. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
1: well, then I guess going to comic book wise, my problem is why aren't creators creating strong female characters? Why are we just replacing Thor with Jane Foster well, to we, make it a, Thor a woman? How
2: often do you see a new... Superhero, a brand new that does superhero well. that does well.
0: Not yeah. often.
2: It really isn't. That's why it's a yada. It's in in, not in,
0: yeah, not in the big two. I mean, obviously, like image and stuff, they create yeah. strong female and male char- new male characters all the time. But in Marvel and DC, you very rarely get new characters that last yeah. and have an impact. There's long-term. easy ways
1: though to write characters stronger that have already been established, so no one really is, Right. I don't think that the route is, because if it's because those characters aren't good, gender swatch swapping isn't going to just make that character good. It's not going to make them compelling. Right. It's just going to be kind of like right. you did it unless specifically it's, to gender swatch. Well,
0: unless it fits with, like, if they're planning on getting rid of that character, that person that is that character, then... Why not make it like if they were planning on making Thor unworthy and somebody else grabbed oh, no, the and, hammer. And,
1: and even though I use that as an example, I think that storyline is pretty well written. Right. And I like where it's gone. I just hate the name calling her Thor. <laughs> That's the <laughs> only <laughs> grudge that I have about She's it. It's not Thor. Yes. <laughs> but besides that, that one made sense. Right. And and those are compelling stories, but I see it far too often, as with the Ghostbusters, as with the new uh Ocean's Eleven movie that they're planning oh, on making, yeah, that with all was these. Unnecessary. I guess That's it's more taken is away it, from comic is books. It
2: Ocean's Eleven vaginas.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be like uh, <laughs> Ocean's Eight, I th- or I think there's eight characters, but um, yeah, it's, but it's women. Dumb. Yeah, they're gonna it's do the dumb. whole thing, and they're gonna have like a male I Julia Roberts or something. Dumb.
2: Yeah,
0: you yeah. no. I don't. No. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, it's fine if if women want to take something that's male based i mean the original oceans 11 was very male because it was the rat pack so it was like yeah. the epitome of macho-ness and then re- if they would have re- done well, the that, remake and reversed it then totally different but the fact that we've already had uh and it's
1: so recent in our memories yeah. that there, that's that's one of my examples that i'm saying right Don't do that because it's gonna fail miserably. Just like even if you have a good script, making another Ocean's
0: movie is dumb. No matter who's in it, right now. I don't know. (laughs) I think
1: if George Clooney and them got back together, I could see them pulling. Well, that would be a
0: a sequel, though, not a reboot. Yeah. Well, that's.
1: I just hate reboots. Yeah,
0: they're they're mostly terrible. Not all of them. Yeah. Most of them.
1: So, booze in a book. Yes. We know Josh doesn't have it. I, uh, no. <laughs> Me and Linz are going to tag team this yes. one.
0: So the book this week is Sisters of Sorrow, number one, from Boom Studios. Awesome book about these women who run a non-profit women's shelter, and at night they dress up as nuns and take down bad guys, specifically bad guys who beat up women. An awesome storyline. I just, I mean, nuns with guns. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah.
1: And with that, we're gonna pair it from Adalbert's uh, Brewery, the Naked Nun, which is a wit ale. It's 5.8 ABV. Uh, won the 2015 Belgium White Wit National Grain Champion
0: from,
1: ni- from the United States Beer Tasting Championship.
0: Fancy bronze
1: medal in the 2016 Commonwealth Cup.
0: Whoa, that's some this fancy, is a good beer. fancy stuff.
1: Good beer to go with a good book.
0: Yes. There you go. Booze in a book this week. I feel like we need a little, when I say that, we need a little, like, chime out, like, doo-doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: a little, uh, just a little, like um, a little chime, bing. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, on the spot, tell me some wise words. Well,
2: I t- told you the balloon thing. Um...
0: <laughs> Guess you should have saved that for later. Right,
2: right. As I was saying it, I was like shit i should (laughs) have held on to
0: this
2: one so i guess that's my words of wisdom shit i should have held on to this one
1: (laughs) stay thirsty for a ton of more news coming from san diego comic-con and our friends that are there that are going to tell us everything that happened that was fun i'm jealous we're all jealous